Hey, longtime listeners. This is Shades here to tell you about our brand new Patreon. Guys, we love doing this show. We'll keep doing it as long as you keep listening. But can you help us cover the cost of our audio hosting? You can help us out with support to the show for as little as $1 a month. At $5, you'll unlock some exclusive content and rewards. The first one's up there right now. You can help choose the next batch of episodes. You can find it at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. We thank you in advance. Now on with this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades, Shades and, and Sketch. Sketch. Welcome back, longtime listeners. Thank you for joining us. Every time you join us, you join us in a different corner of the Geeking Out multiverse. Shades, where are we this week? This week, Goko is set up on the uh, beautiful shoreline of Astoria, Oregon. Mm. And uh, we are... You just stop for a little bite to eat. Yeah, a little bite to eat. The Lighthouse Lounge. Got a nice got a nice table here by the, the window. So I gotta be honest, it's not really up to it's not uh, busy. my expectations. It's not busy. This could be the off-season. It could be. Um, they went with gray for a theme. What's a guy get to do to get a plate of pork dumplings? I don't know. Well, while we're waiting, uh, I guess that means that we are talking about The The Goonies! Goonies, The childhood classic from the 80s that everyone knows and loves. Almost Uh, everyone. Almost everyone. (laughs) Do uh, we have a theme song sketch? I believe we do. And perfect. Is it? Well, it's enough. Sure. So, guys, if we are talking Goonies, we are uh, going to spoil the movie Goonies. Yes. And basically, that's it. And possibly anyone's career connected to it. And, yeah, we'll probably talk some Steven Spielberg in here at some point. Some Thanos, uh, some Cable, some Samwise Ganji. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Thanos is in this. Yep. And and Cable Cable is in this, too. They got two Marvel uh, actors. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's great. Two different actors. Um, So, um... What are we starting with? Our history of the Goonies? History of Goonies. Sure. Your history of Goonies, Shades. Um, my history with the Goonies. Oh, boy. I don't think I saw this one as a kid. I missed it somehow. Well, what year did it come out? came out in 87? It came out in 85. 85. So we were one. Uh, yeah. You probably missed it in the theaters. But I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, not in the theaters. But I don't feel like I ever saw this as a child. Mm-hmm. I think the first time I saw it was probably on TV. Were you aware of it, though, as a child? Uh, I was aware of, like, The Goonies, the but Goonies, I didn't yeah. know what it meant. Okay. Um, uh, I had some kind of inclination that it was... Racial. For years, uh, yes, you were using yep, it as a, a racial really, slur. Yeah. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was adorable. <laughs> I was aware of the premise that it was like a an ensemble like friendship movie. Friendship. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bebo. And so when that that was a twist. That really um, was. Long time listeners have no idea what that is. <laughs> and it's not even like that inside of a joke. I think that's how weekly watched that show is. I yeah, don't think anyone knows. Okay. Legends of Tomorrow, everybody. It's a Legends of Tomorrow reference. It is. Um so when did you see it for the first time? How old? 
watching it all the way through mm-hmm. uh, this week. Whoa. I've never seen the Goonies all the way through. Okay. Um, and I had seen bits and pieces of it previously sure. on TV. Sure. And it it never hooked me enough to sit down and watch it. Pirate Puns. to see the whole thing. First of many Pirate Puns. Yes, the first of many. Um, yar. Yar. I also didn't see it when it came out. Did not rent it. I probably didn't see it for the first time until college. My wife really likes this movie. Okay. So I think she had me watch it for the first time. I was definitely aware of the Goonies because it's it's another one of those movies it's that a has Cor- it's just, a Corey Feldman movie. Yes. It's a Corey movie, and it's just permeated our yeah. our pop culture references. Yeah, I was aware of both Chunk and Sloth. Yes, before I had ever seen either of them. And it's probably just In those. The- probably just those two that you really that that are like quote unquote timeless as far as characters sure. go. Sure. Um, and that are referenced a lot in other things, yeah. and so on and so forth. I think Chunk at one point was on Family Guy. They had him do the truffle shuffle. Sure. Yeah, don't even get me started. Fat shaming. Yes. Um, why don't down you, right here in my notes. Why don't <laughs> you? Why don't you give us just because we don't have a very long history of our own? Um, sure. Give us the history, history of the movie. Sure. This evolved from a Steven Spielberg original story short story that he wrote it was adapted to a screenplay by his protege chris columbus uh he chris columbus yes uh director he did um gremlins chris columbus did gremlins yes i would really like to do gremlins i would also really like to do gremlins long time listeners if you would like us to do gremlins tweet us facebook us email us we're gonna do it anyway so yeah we're gonna do it yeah but right into the show. Yeah, we like hearing from you. Well, yeah. All right, keep going. Uh, so it's a Spielberg story yeah. adapted to a screenplay by his protege, Chris Columbus, and directed, kind of, by his mentor, Richard Donner. Wow. A lot of chefs in the kitchen. Uh, uh, yes. And Spielberg directed a lot of this movie. Yeah. Um, well, isn't this a movie that a lot of people point to as feeling Spielbergian yes, when they use that term? They do. It was shot... They started uh, shooting in October of 1984. <gasps> they, what a great time. Yeah. They to be ended born. principal photography in at the end of May 84. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, it, that's not possible. The end of May 85. Uh-huh. And the movie they came out on June 7th, 1985. That's a That's very quick crazy turnaround. Crazy turnaround time. So just That's to put like that a into month pers- of so a month of post production. Wow. To edit the movie together and get it into theaters. That's akin to like movies with no special effects being meant, filmed today. They did four months of filming and like a month of post production editing, mm-hmm. and then it was in theaters. And I think the movie really reflects that. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting there. We're getting to our scores. Uh, how, I, how did it do uh, when it came out? It cost $19 million to make. Okay. In 1984. And it five. cost, I'm sorry, it made, it made $61.5 million. Wow. Cost $19 million, made $61.5 million. And I think the fact that it did not get a sequel immediately really speaks to the problems with this movie that I will point out. 
this movie um, it should have got a sequel on oh, box office alone. If if um, look who's talking got a sequel. Oh my god! In a roughly the same era. Same era. How did this not get a How, sequel? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I will. Oof, if there was a movie that I never needed to see again, look who's talking to. Bold opening for a movie. Bold opening for this movie too yeah. to start on a suicide. Kids movie. Yeah. Hi everybody. Dead body. Current suicide. Yep. Buckle up. We're going for a ride. Here we go. Yet it is beloved by people our age. It really Um, is. But I think all those people saw it at a much younger age than we I think so. Should we get into the all-important internet scores? Should we do a brief synopsis? Oh, yeah. You had. Yeah. 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 I forgot. Some people like us have never seen the movie. Don't have it memorized. Lovable losers from the Goondocks section of Astoria, Oregon, embark on one last adventure before their homes are raised to make way for a brand new golf course and resort. So 80s. They're hot on the trail of one-eyed willies, rich stuff, because goonies never say die, or apparently treasure. Elder abuse, child molestation, and the desecration of the dead all abound in this bonkers misadventure in babysitting gone wrong. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah, that's nice. Um, the movie is so 80s. <laughs> it's so 80s. It, it, it's... Elder abuse, child molestation, and the desecration. Who's the of elder being abused? I'm trying to think. Um, the, the mother? What happened to the mother? Um, oh, she, oh, oh, oh. The Fratelli's mother. The Fratelli mom? mother. The oh, Fratelli okay. mother. I, thought, I thought you were talking about Mikey's mother. Um, elder abuse. Yeah, and fat shaming. You forgot and fat shaming. shaming. Oh, and racial stereotypes. Well, yeah. Very oh, strong racial this stereotypes. This movie is offensive, guys. Um, fat shaming and, uh, and just blatant racism. So, no, I want to get into this. We have to do the scores first because I really want to <laughs> crack it <laughs> open. this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I want to talk about this. IMDb. Yeah. 7.8. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, oh, critic score, yeah. 70%. Oh, okay. Fan score, 91%. A lot of nostalgia there. A lot of nostalgia. Metacritic, 60%. 90% of Google reviewers love the Goonies. Shades of geeking out with Shades and Sketch uh-huh. gives this movie, The Goonies, yeah. a 45. Ooh, oof, whoa. That is one of my lowest. That is one of your lowest. Boy, we've had um, some re- recently. Scores. We've had some of your highest and, yeah. and some of your lowest. Um, I'm nothing. I think we need to uh, adjust your medication because you are all over the place. On this. <laughs> I gave Goonies a 75. Uh, I gave it a like an average. What are you smoking? Well, we'll get into it with raves Ugh. and rants and big questions. I'm sure we will. Anything you want to say about this movie before we unpack it? This movie is just offensive. Okay. It's offensive to the intelligence of children. Mm-hmm. It's offensive in its portrayal of adolescents and children. It is racially offensive. It is a little right. Ra- it's a touch racially offensive. <laughs> just a touch. Just a touch. Um, it is offensive to people with developmental disabilities. That is... That's a biggie. <laughs> it is offensive... Um, well, look, I'll, let me just come out here and say this. Um, the actor who played Chunk yeah. never made another, he never acted again. Oh, really? This was it. Oh, thank um, 
he never made another movie ever again. What's he doing now? And he is like super fit. Yeah. And and this this movie, It'll you know, you he does. spent years and thousands of dollars mm-hmm. in therapy. So you're, what you're saying is fat shaming works. Oh, it, it is terrible what they did to this okay. kid. Yeah. Um, this movie is offensive on so many levels. When we did Ready Player One, we talked about how there were many moments in that movie where it felt like Steven Spielberg is so out of touch for right. like real-world youth. Yes. I thought when I dusted <laughs> off the Goonies that I was going to see of an example of a time, you know, 30 years ago, when he was, when in, touch he was in touch with youth. Nope. Nope. I, I... It, it well, was I mean, like... You can't, you can't lay this at Spielberg. He no, wrote no, no. the story. Yes. He did not write the screenplay and he does not get a directorial credit, even though it is whoever directed Richard Donner directed it. Whoever directed who did the Superman, ch- the children to act. That was their first day meeting a child. <laughs> they only had ever heard about children from other people <laughs> who didn't like children, like the ch- the children in the sh- okay. Children are not a. Those quote unquote children were also teenagers, if, and the, and I feel like for this movie they needed a younger cast. It, let me let me put it this way. Let me put it this way for you. If children were a race, this movie would be racist, <laughs> be, like with how irresponsibly they portrayed children. Right. You know what I mean. Right. 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 And that being said, there are other aspects that make this movie racist. Um. Let's get in. Let's start with race. Well, I just want to say one more oh, thing okay. about that. Okay. okay. Um, the movie Stand By Me. Yes. I never saw out, Stand By Me. Have you oh, seen Stand By Me? It's a great movie. I've heard it. It's a great movie. And I feel like. Is that the one where they find a dead body? They hear about a dead body and they go on a, a, like a journey to, to find it. And they walk across train tracks or yes. something? Yeah, yeah. I have a friend who is like. Will Wheaton's in Lord it. Lord that I walk on train Jerry tracks. Jerry O'Connell's in it. And he says that it's because I never saw that movie. He says if I ever saw that movie, you I would, would never stop walk walking on train, train tracks. tracks. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I better never watch it. Don't watch it. So, uh, Will Wheaton's in it. Who else? Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Um, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. All right. And then the mouse. Who's, who's the other person? And it, it came out a year later, but it was filmed before Goonies. Oh, wow. Corey Feldman filmed it before. Goonies, Goonies, but Goonies came out first. Well, Goonies came out within a month. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, yeah. yeah, they had it out a month. Anyway. I have to watch the movie at some point. I feel like it's that's, a great movie, that's one that's just on. What a better portrayal of youth? friendship and youth mm-hmm. and childlike wonder yeah. and adventure than Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I Let's start with raves. I'd like to start with raves. I don't have many raves. That's why this I want to start with raves. Because I know you are chomping at the bit to shit on everyone's childhood. <laughs> You're like, this is my dream. This Guys, is why I started I, this podcast. I don't understand why people love this movie. Um, I did another podcast. Uh, Brag. Called This Is Happening America. Um, my co-host on that show, Mark Betancourt, loves this movie. And so um, many people do. so many people do. My and wife I, loves this movie. I, I gotta be careful. I reached out to him beforehand and ba- said, hey, Give me some reasons why. Give me some reasons why this movie's awesome so I don't sound like a complete D-bag. Yeah. 
in this episode, and nothing he said changed my opinion. Yeah. Well, he was probably like, you're going to sound like a D-bag no matter what. What does it matter what I say? <laughs> no, he gave me so many great talking points, uh-huh. but none of them changed my opinion. I, as I was watching it, it was probably my second time ever seeing it when I rewatched it this, this past week. I kept waiting for that moment to happen where I went, oh, oh this, is, yeah. this is why everyone yep. loves it. This is never happened for me. Um, but I, I honestly want to start with rapes. Do you have any rapes? I have uh, two raves. I have three raves. Raves for days. Four. I have four raves. Okay, None I, of them are really great. I have four raves. Great. You want me to start? Sure. All right. We always talk about practical effects and yes. how we like practical effects. Yes. The practical setting of One Eye Willie's cave system and everything. Oh yeah. The, was like, fun. The movie sets are ba- are basically one giant fun house. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. A lot that of fun. fun. Lot a lot of fun. Look. The slide, the traps, yes. like everything just worked because it was real. Everything, yes. Like those kids, I really feel were danger at times. Yes, like the actors, yes. The ch- the, the actual children Agreed. were probably on an irresponsibly safe, Agreed. unsafe set. And it was and a I real set, it. and their their intention was that they would move the pirate ship mm-hmm. set mm-hmm. to a theme park, and it would be a ride. Oh, but no theme park wanted it, oh. and so it was destroyed. That's that's that sad. sad. Yeah, that's, that's sad. so sad. It Take is. that, Goonies. Wow. Okay. Take that. I mean, there's not much more for me to say about that other than you know, I appreciate practical building. Yeah. And it was built really cool. It was like it Indiana really Jones was, for kids. It really was. The sets are so good, so and, cool, and and. I can't take anything away from that. And all of the, I'll had this as a separate one, but I'll just roll, roll this in. Roll it down All in of there. the, ru, uh, ru, um, the Goldberg machines. Rube uh, Goldberg-esque yeah. machines. They're yeah. not Rube Goldberg machines. Well, yes, they, I know. They do have a purpose. Yes, all of do. them have a purpose. And a Rube Goldberg machine should not have not, a purpose. Not have a purpose, yes. Um, so they are Sorry. esque machines. Yes. Um, the very exaggerated process. To yes. Do. Oh my goodness. They're fun. They were fantastic. And, I don't know and, who built them. They did a great job. And with I them. can recognize that ch- children Find those find entertaining. Fun. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Those practical things. And the, the, I guess children back then were more resilient. We gave them more credit. I don't know. Some of the things were like kind of gruesome. Like when they find um, Chester Copperpot's body Oof, crushed to death. That was. Or when they take the skeleton off of the. Um, steering wheel of the ship yes. it, 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 it has daggers in, has both, da- of in both of eyes. its eyes um, the, they the, went for it the bone organ yeah the bone organ that was creepy that that was Willie's crew really in, oh yeah it was everybody. he had a big crew he had a big crew and it was one man killing them so he had to be kind of sneaky because at some point someone's going <laughs> to catch on because there's swords flying all over the place you think someone would fight back this is um, one of I don't even know if I put it in as a rant but I wrote it down as a note I had so many just like note, like what the fuck notes. Uh-huh. Willie and his crew, they had to murder yeah. all of those crew members yeah. to make the bone organ to yeah. construct the trap and then seal themselves in. Correct. They had a lot of time on their hands and they were just all for murder. But like, let's just think about that for a second. Yeah. That bone organ was comprised of no less than 10 to 20 individuals. Um, possibly more. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I'd go in the teens. Like I, the I, you know the the fing, the finger keys, the at least ten to twenty. My people. bone organ at home um, <laughs> has 
30 people. Is Doodle, but, is Doodle learning to play it yet? You know, they're so old that they were shorter back oh, then. Oh, I see. So, um, it's about the same size, but older people. But let's just process that. They had to murder, skin, mm -hmm. or liquefy yeah. all of those crew members. I bet they were eating the crew. Build the... They had no food whatever. They yeah. still had to skin yeah. the, the bones. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then make construct the organ. A playable. A playable mm -hmm. organ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then seal themselves. And then in. seal themselves. In, yeah. That takes some time. Bone organ sounds like something else. <laughs> it really does. Like, <laughs> honestly, this, oh. this movie Who has an unhealthy obsession with the male anatomy. This movie. Guys, the pirate's name is One Eyed Willie. And if you thought that was the only penis reference, it is not. It is Did not. you write them all down? Yeah. <laughs> That's how I spend my nights now. I put on movies from the 80s, and I say, babe, take Doodle away. I don't have time. I have very serious work. I will see him when he's 18. I am not available for his formative years. I need to count dong references. <laughs> there are a lot. Um, We're supposed to be talking about raves. Oh, it's a big rave for me. How many times uh, have I mentioned dicks <laughs> in this movie? Um so, so <sighs> often the movie, this isn't a rant or a rant. I guess it's a rant, whatever. So often the movie feels to me like it was written by a child, <laughs> like an eight-year-old who's just rambling, like ideas of like what would be was, cool. Was Spielberg a big druggie? I, I didn't think he was, but know. after seeing this movie, and I, it, And I'm, it's like... Like maybe that he was. Maybe I'm 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 like I'm like putting too much out there. And if guys, I am, you guys, can, this movie is bonkers. I mean, can, it is uh, just it is wildly. Do you remember wildly inappropriate, offensive, and makes no sense whatsoever? Do you remember being young, like very young? Not really. And okay, well, I remember being young. <laughs> I was before I was young. cynical, and <laughs> and first first. Knowing, I'm getting younger with age. First, you know, you're Benjamin Buttoning this. You're and first knowing that, like, I liked girls. I liked the opposite sex. But I was <laughs> that surprising. I to just you? got your Benjamin Button. I missed it, and then it hit me. But excuse me. So I was. <laughs> so I was old enough to know I like girls, but I was too young to know like what that what would to, entail. Yeah, what that meant. And so it's just like a, like oh. What would I even do? That's what this movie feels like. Sure. Like, all right, kid, you're going to go on an adventure. <laughs> oh, I love adventure. Adventure is so exciting. What am I going to do? You know, like, and it just, it, it, there are so many moments in this movie that like, well, I'm going to shoot a, I'm going to shoot chatter teeth out of my sleeve and swing across the thing. Uh, okay. And I'm going to stop that murderers works. on a slippery pole. And there's and, a monster. And my brother's girlfriend's going to kiss me in the dark because that's what grown ups do and I'm gonna save the day with a back of four gemstones like <laughs> everything just felt like oh, yeah. like oh four you know what you want but you don't know what it means yet yep that's what this movie felt a, like that's a great description but we're in raves so we're in raves um, I'm gonna read the rave okay. that Mark sent to me 
Wow, you're so you're better. you're struggling so much with raves yeah, that you're I'm outsourcing your, your raves. I, I outsource. We're my allowed raves to outsource our raves. Long term listeners, is this allowed? <laughs> well, I'm doing it. Um, okay. So lay it on me. This is my big takeaway from what he sent me. Um, the path to redemption for the characters, like all of the characters, are mischievous characters, mm-hmm. and they're all like bratty troublemakers. Yeah, and their path to redemption is that they genuinely don't want to get evicted from their homes or see their parents go through this like horrible experience, mm-hmm. which one person's already caved under. Mm-hmm. Which one caved? The the suicide. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of the movie. He didn't actually commit suicide. Well, basically. It was just to get out of prison. Well. Okay, continue. Didn't one of the parents commit suicide? No. What did you see? <laughs> what? What are you, what were you watching? The Fratelli brother no, 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 no. Is hung it? himself. No one, no one committed suicide. Oh, you know what? Suicide. Wait, a minute, wait, 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 wait. I'm, oh, wow. Okay. You think in a movie. No, 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 no. Rosalita is not like helping her. The father's not dead. Never mind. Sorry. The father he's is just absent. He's just absentee. He's there at the, he's at work. He's not an absentee. He's an absentee dad. He's, he's not there. He's working. <laughs> Well, he's not doing a very good job because oh he lost his home. Oh my gosh. You're right. He's there at the end of the movie. Holy moly. And he tears up the contract in the most exaggerated yep. tariff I have oh, ever seen in the terrible. world. Terrible. But anyway, so they don't want to see their parents go through this like horrible experience. And the hero journey for Mikey in particular is what spurs on the whole quest for legendary treasure that they could save their parents from this awful fate. Mm-hmm. And each one of their, like each one of their mischievous like traits mm-hmm. that is like problematic winds up being the tool that they need to solve a component of the adventure quest. Like um, mouths. What um, does mouth do? Mouth. That's no, what I'm struggling he, with. He oh, Spanish, Spanish and he uses it for nefarious purposes at the beginning of the rare. movie. But then he's able to translate the map. Yeah. And particularly in the 80s, it was. It, it was. was rare. Yeah, that's why I legitimately um, mean I forgot that those rare. It's nice that it's less so. Data makes stuff stuff that doesn't always work, but yeah. like when it comes to it, like he trusts his invention mm-hmm. and he's a- it it works mm-hmm. and he's able to like sure. disarm a couple of the traps. Mm-hmm. Um, and he slows down the murderers. The yes, um, so and that what does Chunk do? Make a friend? Uh, he's, he's clumsy. Yeah. Oh, he drops the water jug and it sure. shows the way. But he's able to like see the best in people. Like and like his his obsession with junk food, he's able to bond with the Toxic Avenger. Um, I'll give you one that had no worth. The um, Andy's friend, the uh, girl's friend. That mouth. Yeah. Kind of has a kind of thing, thing. Very vague. What was her name? I wrote it down. Something. Jesse. She didn't do anything. She didn't need to be there at all. She was trite and. Unimpressed. Oh, that was needed. It was. I forgot that that was needed. I think her name was Jesse. Andy um, played the piano. Yep. Badly. What did Bran do? Um, he's the muscle. He's the muscle. Everything. He kept he's them alive. Everything. And Mikey. Yeah. Bran. I mean, Bran's parents better never give him shit again. I mean, he kept those kids alive. He through kept so much. those kids alive. God bless you, Thanos. You really pulled through for us. Well done. Well yeah. done. All right. We need more raves. Okay, I got a rave. Uh, so yeah, I had to outsource that rave. Okay, here's... I didn't see that. When I watched the movie, I was like, these kids are awful. They are awful human beings. There's very little redeeming about yeah. them. Okay. 
I like the Fratellis. I think <laughs> not not like I support their beliefs Ooh. and their their views on the world. They were so but they're so they're 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 perfect kids movie villains. Because they're like they they really personify like what a child would find villainous. Like it's an old crone of a woman. <laughs> And and it's like it's like an, an aging creepy guy with a toupee, and it's it's. But this, he's the younger brother. Yeah, I know. But it, it, right. the the message is Cypher. is that age is debilitating. It's Cypher, that's right? what children. Joe Pantoliano. Yeah, that's what children recognize in it. That age is crippling, yes. and it affects us all. Um, and then and then a stone cold killer, and, and he sings opera. Yeah, that like, was. He's Italian, so he sings opera. And that was wow, like... Wow, that but, is like the ultimate offensiveness. But it's so off-putting How do we children. know he's Italian? Oh, he sings opera. His last name's Fratelli. But, I, but I could see... Could you be more stereotypical? Yes, we're getting there when we get to rants. Um, <laughs> but the... the but this I found is a it, rave? Yes, because... Oh my goodness! Because it came across to me, like, that was the most where I felt like, okay, they understand children. Like, they understand, like, the fears of a child. The villains? Yes. Or the filmmakers? The filmmakers. Personified child villainry. Villain with stereotypes. Yes. You can't be subtle with a kid. Sure. I mean, you can be, but it's not going to work that well. Like, those villains, and they were pretty ruthless. I mean, they were murdering people left and right. They killed a lot of people. They killed a lot of people. They were 100% willing they to kill the children. They shot a guy in the head. Yes. Um, you believe that the kids were in jeopardy. You did jeopardy. believe they were in jeopardy. And so they were good villains. They were not pulling punches. They were not. Not like we see with, with some things. Yes. So I liked them. I'll give you that. I liked them a lot. Also, when um, I think the best scene of the movie, by far, like cinematically, is when Chunk escapes the restaurant and flags down a car and oh, just starts yeah. like spewing and like everything that's and happened the and then guy. the light switches yeah. on and in the rear view mirror like in the same yes. shot we yep. don't change anything it's just him just smoking a cigarette yep that, that was that, that scene was very was, it was very well done yeah i'll give you that and that's when like the villain i, I was like spielberg directed that yeah, scene. that's the scene where i was like oh shit like these kids are dangerous yes. yeah i like them um apparently when um chunk is like they tell him talk tell us everything yeah everything he says is it's, real. It's, it's like his real life. It's his real life. How he cheats on tests. Yep. And one time he puked so bad that everyone around him puked. None like, of that was scripted. Okay. It was just real stuff that yeah. happened to him. All right. Good for you, Chunk. The movie is... Oh, poor kid. He's doing good now, though. Never made another movie. That happens a lot, though, to child actors. Yeah, it does. Anakin Skywalker never made something else. Really? The the, the uh, young, young kid, uh, Jake Lloyd, never wow, made anything else. Kid. He was off-put by the whole process. And all of the trolls on the internet? Oh, yeah. He got a lot of hate. Yeah, what I Guys, that was the, even the that kid, was the kid read the lines. That was even before he, read the lines. Um, he didn't write. It them. was as easy on the internet to. Uh, I bet he got a lot of mail, like actual snail mail. Um, any other raves? <clears throat> I, I rolled basically three of my raves into one at the beginning. So and they're, um, gonna, they're gonna barely the, be the a rave. prosthetic work on sloth. Yeah, again, okay, practical effects. Yeah, practical effects. And like they had his deformed eye was robotic, and they had to make it blink in sequence with his real eye. Yeah. Um. And the ears were robotic, and it, it took something like seven hours for him to get into that prosthetic. Yeah, doesn't change the fact that he wound up looking like the Toxic Avenger. But and that was another thing that, like, it was like, oh, kids, they're gonna look like a monster, but a monster they can befriend. Kids, 
They're dumb. They'll love it. Baby Ruth. Yeah, oh. stuff like that. I am out of raves. Okay, I got one last rave. Great. The movie, you know I love when this happens. The movie goes dark a lot. Now, it doesn't... Not the, like the characters, off the lights Not dark, turn off like the lights. Not like, not like the first 20 minutes of solo dark. Oof. But like dark tones in the movie. The, the problem is the, the, the actors don't particularly get that. React to it yeah. as if it's this dark. But I mean, like I said, it opens on an apparent suicide. Yes. It's, they, the, that, the guard either has a glass jaw, jaw or like is hit in the temple and dies immediately. Yes. Chunk gets locked in a freezer with a corpse. With a corpse. I um, wish he, he was then, a little more terrified, yeah. but... He then gets abducted by a legitimate monster. Yes. Um, I mean, the, and then and then the, the serial killers, the Fratellis, yes. the counterfeiters, um, this isn't like Home Alone, where they're just trying to catch Kevin. Right, no. They're trying to kill him. They're going to murder them. It goes... Yes. Dark. And all, everything that happened to the pirates. If you if very, you think about it, think about the, if yes, you think about it for dark. just a little bit beyond surface level, they were trapped down there dark. a long time. Yeah, and used their time in an interesting, yeah, a poor way, poor, poor use yeah, of time. Poor use of time. Um, they turned on each other. Yeah, they did. They did. It's dark. It is very dark. Well, then we make a lot of jokes, famous jokes. Yeah. One-Eyed Willies and Ugh. Michelangelo's David with his penis upside down. That's oh funny. Kids, kids like that, kids right? Kids like that stuff. Hey, you know what's funny? When a, uh, when, a, when a guy's dick chopped off and put on upside down, kids will eat that up. Um, Steven? <laughs> Steven? Can we borrow you for hey, a day or two? You know what would be really funny? What if we threaten the maid <laughs> to make a sound? With sexual torture. Like he'll, she'll be sexually tortured, but it's okay. A kid's saying it. Steven. <laughs> so I think this brings us to, to rants. This movie is offensive. Um, it, and I've already touched on this in a number of ways. I uh -huh. won't get back into it, but just, just, to, just, there's very little redeeming about the way this movie treats people. It doesn't have a very high opinion of people in general. None of the parents I are guess involved in their kids' lives. I guess that's fair. None of the kids are particularly good. They don't learn anything from the experience. Um, except with maybe for Bran. Like, Cable seems to learn something. Does he? He Responsibility? Uh, to care well, for his brother? He said, he's like, I'll never... He gets some. No, he says something to Mikey at, the, at some point in the movie. He's like, I'll never... Do do this. I'll never call you useless again, or something like. I can't remember. Okay, what he so says. he grows some appreciation. Yeah, for he grows, and he always felt like some kinship for him. Like you see that before they leave. You on do the see it before. Like they they have a they, yeah. decent relationship. He's but not he, a he, dick of an older brother. He's not. But he, they're like, they're horrible. They're horrible to him. They're horrible. Yeah. You can see why he turned evil and wiped out half the universe. Uh, you really can. Yes. Um, or or he why was, he travels back in time and tries to kill children. He's really just aiming for those four. Seriously. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, well, it is. So it's like hard because... Data, what, data is an inventor because he's Asian? Is that why he's... I don't know. That seems to be what the movie posits. Could be. Um, like he's a good inventor because he's Japanese? Is he good at it? Well... That, I mean, we can debate that. But His flashlights burn out in seconds. Instantly. 
seconds. Yes. His punching bag goes off. It punches him in the face. Pushes him in the face. He's not a very good inventor. I really think he should be dead four times over in oh, this yeah. movie. Oh, absolutely. If he one of his died at the beginning of the movie when like he got pulled towards the barrel. Yeah, that should have been it. The car should have hit him, the and that's car it. Should have hit him, and that should have killed him. Hey, you know what kids are like? Kids are like when you see a lot of the gadgets, and you give them to the Asian kid. That's believable. Hey, you know, Stephen. I, think, Stephen, I don't know if we can say where Stephen. Like Stephen, where did this accent come Richard. from, Stephen? <laughs> um, <laughs> like maybe Richard Donner. Like, I also feel like thinking? nothing he he wore was waterproof. I mean, he should have electrocuted no, himself so oh, many times. So many times. He also broke down the screen door of the Walsh's house, ziplining from house <laughs> to house. <laughs> yes. Like stop. Dead so many times stop. over. Stop. This isn't cute. Quote. Keep kissing girls like that, Mikey. And the parts of you that don't work so good are going to catch up. Is that a dick reference? I, I think so. Like Who said that to him? Andy? Uh, Andy says that to Mikey at Is the she, end of the movie. She got she some with him. spent seven minutes in heaven. In heaven. Yep. In the dark. Yep. With him. Um, the mouth is... Oof. Has no redeeming qualities. None. None. He is ruthless to that cleaning woman. Oh my goodness. For no reason. Rosalita, here's my note. Oh my fucking God. She saves the day. They treat her horribly. Yep. Rosalita saves the town by like picking up after them and finds the four <laughs> gemstones that she, save the town. She uses her Mexican maid power to save. <laughs> like, I mean, that's right. what it reads <laughs> as. Like. She used How did her, she save her day? Because she has an inert respect for people. No, she's picking no, up after picking them. Up you after know, them. you know how they're white uh, and she's Mexican. She's picking up after so them. So, do I have to explain terrible. this to you? Yeah, so terrible. This um, movie is offensive on so many levels. And Chunk just uh, he goes into shaming. he go, but to be fair, he, well, I shouldn't I shouldn't defend fat shaming. Um, to, but to be <laughs> fair, in the in the movie. They might be making fun of his weight, but the thing about him that is worthy of being ridiculed is that he loses basically all brain function when, when food, food is, is present. I mean, he basically diverts into an animal when there's ice cream or candy bars around. Like, he was naturally afraid to go into the restaurant. Perfectly acceptable. And then he sees an ice cream thing. Oh, oh. Oh, and it's like Scooby-Doo falling on Scooby Snack. <laughs> and then there's no ice cream in the thing, but now he's got it in his mind. He's got to yep. go gotta digging go around more. He's like a little pig looking for truffles. Yeah, and I... He is like a little pig digging for truffles. But the movie starts with this Rube Goldberg-esque machine that it ser- the only function it serves is to open the gate. And it's poorly constructed. How did, oh, you don't, sorry. How did Mouth get by it? It obviously doesn't... He talks his way. But the only purpose of that setup is to make fun of Chunk. To do the truffle shuffle? The truffle shuffle. Well, I also think it was to show that Mikey is... um, Oh, no. Data built that. You think Data Data built that? Why didn't didn't Data put it in his... Data definitely built it. Because Data is more, um, in my opinion, Data is more um, mechanical and and electric. I found it whimsical. Like, there was I, a live chicken in it that has to lay an egg every time it someone was totally rings the bell. impractical. I, but it also... It did keep the bank people out, too. 
It did keep the bank people out. They didn't know what to do with that. I 100% believe that... Data built it? Data built it. And I still think Mikey purpose built it. was to make fun of Chunk. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't... I, I could th- see Mikey building it, but I, I think Chunk built uh, I think because Mikey has the, the, the whimsy. I just didn't see anything... Data seems to be more Any mechanical practical. inclination to... To Mikey. Maybe I didn't see the mechanical connection, but I saw Wait, his critical and creative problem solving at work in the treasure hunt. Like backwards design. Like he was. Why can't they say treasure? Because if you, you will say, never what do they hear call the it? Goonies say treasure, they always call it the rich stuff. The rich stuff, because it's another like dick reference. One eyed Willie's rich stuff. One-eyed Willie's rich stuff. They just want, re- you know what? One-eyed Willie's, Willie's rich wow. stuff. I mean, it's just a good old wink to the parents of the audience. What the fuck? Like, it's... There are so many dick jokes in this movie. There are so many. Like... One-eyed... I didn't even get that until just now. One-eyed Willie's rich stuff. Rich stuff. It's his rich stuff. Wow. So you're too, you're too pure. You're too pure. You're too pure. Have um, I ranted yet? You've you just have, ranted. I've just been ranting. Guys, I hated this movie. How did this movie get made? Well, that's not, that's, this is not how did this get made, but seriously, how did this movie get made? When you look at it, though, I mean, compared to a lot of the 80s movies that were out there, you know, like, I can't even think of any of the names, but you know, it's like, it, e. it's, it's so much like, no, not Gremlins? E. No, but it's, the, it's this tier of movie that came out a lot in the 80s. Like, there are a lot of like ski movies like this, too. And and the Goonies just hits all the beats. It's just like slightly pared down for children. Where like you think the big the big corporation's gonna come in and take over the small ski mountain and they got to like, build another resort. Yeah, that kind of thing. Another you golf know, course. and it's like oversexed and it's you know, it's like, okay, we can't have the kids have sex, but they yeah, can talk about like, dicks all the time. It's like on par with Caddyshack. Yeah, that kind of movie. It's like a Caddyshack-esque movie. Or wasn't there one like Ski Patrol or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I love Ski Patrol. Um, like 80s. Hands down, Ski Patrol is a better movie than The Goonies. I'm talking like, but it's like 80s, like. It's small. Old, old, older teen movies in the 80s, but this is like a kid ski version. Ski Patrol of it. is, they're adults. There are like no teenagers in that movie. No, maybe I'm not thinking of Ski Patrol then. I, but I'm thinking of one where there's a ski mountain involved. But I feel like there were like. Better of Off those. Dead? Maybe. With uh, John Cusack? Might be that one. Did they have to save their mountain from a corporation that wanted mm, to take it over? I don't think so. Is David Spade in it? No. I don't even know if David Spade's in the one I was thinking of. He just fits as like the <laughs> sniveling little <laughs> underling of the corporate guy. You're thinking of Ski Patrol, but they're not they're not teenagers. No, maybe I am. I, I I don't mean depicting teenagers, I mean marketed to marketed a to teenagers. Oh, sure, maybe a teenage it was like audience. Yeah, Ski Patrol was kind of like Police Academy. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's what Goonies is is to me. It's less about And the main character looks like Steven Gutenberg, but it's not. And it's and it's less about like making a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> and more about like just entertaining <sighs> the masses. Can we talk about the kids for a second? Sure. Because we awful. have we have I just They are awful. They're not believable. Mikey's the only one with any believability to him. Just because he seems to be like earnestly upset that he's going to be evicted from his house. Which, irresponsibly, haven't started Every member of the Goonies squad are terrible people. They're liars who consistently tear each other down. They physically assault each other and humiliate non-members of the clique. Even Mikey. 
Mikey, the first chance he gets, he leaves the crew and like, goes in search of treasure. He does not care about his friends. The movie he leans... He says he does, but he doesn't. When it, like His actions show that he doesn't. The movie leans heavily on the notion that children are inherently good. And you will root for sure. these characters because they are children. Yes. And not all children are good. No. These children are not good. And they are varying degrees of shittiness, but they're all <laughs> they in the shitty spectrum. Yeah. Um, it makes you not want to root for them. Yeah. At no time do I feel like... You know who I, who I root for? Thanos? The Fratellis. I root for the Fratellis. You were rooting for child murder. I really was. Yeah. Like, I, I said this to you off mic. If they had killed Chunk or Data in the yeah. first 15 minutes, the movie would have been so much better. I think... Because then, at least, like, they would have been real stakes. I think they should have... I think they should have... The, too many kids, for starters. Shades, you're complaining about how racist and awful it is to, like, the fat kid and the, the one Asian kid. You want to kill them at the beginning of the movie? Yes, I do. Okay. I think... I think it would have added like incentive and jeopardy, and they were the two most vulnerable. They I would have killed easiest to pick off. I would have killed anybody. What if you? What if? Okay. What if you killed like um, the mouth, someone who you think is safe because it's a bigger actor and is like is uh, sure kind of the coolest. Yeah, then you, then you the can, stakes are you high. You can kill any of them. You can kill any of them. I have sure. permission to kill any of them. I think there are too many kids. Cable Cable can travel back through time and kill as many, if not all of them, as. We want. Thanos was my favorite kid because he, was. he wasn't really a kid. Cable was the best part of the movie. And he was like, I don't want to be here. I just don't want to get in trouble. And I respect that. Yep. It was like, I would need to bring you home. Maybe at some level it's because I care about you. But honestly, I forefront know. in my mind right now, I don't want to get grounded because I have a date this weekend. Right. You got to get your ass back home. Yes. I get that. I get that motivation. Sure. I don't get any of the other kids' motivation. No. I'm sorry, kids. You don't have a say in your parents' life you and don't. the finances of your home. I'm sorry. True statement. I'm sorry. Also, I kind of stole your rant. Also, and I brought her up earlier. The the, uh, the second girl didn't do anything at all. Sure, no, nothing. All she did was exclaim. She was conservatively eight times that she can't see she, without her glasses. Yes, yep. We get yes, you can't see without your glasses. No one can. If she you can Thelma. without she, your glasses, but Thelma's like smart and clever. Sure. She didn't bring anything to the she table. She was trite and a complainer. Yeah, and she was like and getting Andy to hook up with guys. Sure. She was the one setting up the thing for her to get with Bram Thanos. And then, oh yeah, I guess she didn't know it was Mikey because she was in her glasses. I guess that's what she brought to the no, table. No, she knew. All right, well. She knew. Then she she's lost her glasses And she's an accessory to, to preying on children. Yep, she but, is. Um... I say roll like <laughs> roll like two of those characters together. Like sure. basically make Mikey two less kids. Make make Mikey and and um let's go Mikey and Data. Let's short. put them as the same short person. Round. The yeah, just make a short round. Just um who I can't stand. I can't stand this actor in either of like the Spielberg properties that he's in. I'd say that it's because you hate right Asians, but um that's not true. It's not true. You love Asians an <laughs> abnormal amount. Um, the thing is, you make Mikey and Data the same character. Okay. He's it, not a good actor. It's someone He's who's annoying. inventive and clever and 
is also driven by adventure. Sure. They can be the same person. They, can be the they don't same have same person. And and put the mouth and chunk together. Yes. Okay, you have an overweight there kid. There you go. You got an overweight super kid, but confident. he's he's super confident. Great. Love it. Yep. Put the two girls together because they're girls. Yeah, and who cares sure. about girls cares in a about movie? Girls. And uh well, no, mainly because the characters. second girl that was was non you can just get rid of her. Right. You don't even need to combine her with anybody. So you got the two the two there. young kids and then Thanos and Andy. Yes. And and there you go. A smaller cast. Yes. Bigger stakes. Maybe throw in a fifth kid that gets killed right off the right bat. Right off the bat. And all of a sudden I care a whole lot more. Sure. A whole lot more. I'm with you. That was still I you steal you're gonna, your rant or Technically rant? you're gonna steal all my rants. Probably. All right, I'll just do another one. Sure. Then you can take it if you want to. Um, the premise depends on saving their neighborhood, like their yes. life, their existing yep. life. But I, I didn't see any setup of what their life was and why it was worth saving. Oh yeah. I if you're gonna hinge a movie on that, yep, I, then yep, I need yes. to. You need a, some establishing shots. Sure. Um, I think, and again, I think it's 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 very problematic of movies in the '80s where it's like we're just gonna present you with what's happening, and based on the character's tone on how they're talking about it you'll understand that it's bad. Yeah. I was like, well, that's not enough for me, an audience right. goer. I, I want to, the illusion of cinema is to feel like I'm on this journey with them. Right. And I'm not just hearing a story from them. Right. Let me make that decision on my own. That's your job. Give me some evidence so I can go, oh yeah, we got to save, we got to save the down. town. The golf club the, is going to destroy our way of life. We can't have that. Who cares? Instead, I was just like, just pay over. And, Who gives a shit? The parents don't care. They're getting foreclosed on. Yes. Which puts some of the responsibility on the families. Yes, I know. They either have made poor financial decisions, mm-hmm. um, you know, something. They have, it's, something has gone horrifically wrong in this town that they're all being foreclosed on. Yeah. You don't just get foreclosed on. You have to not make your mortgage payments. It, I can't. Very 80s, like big, rich, bad, big, rich, bad, <laughs> bada boom, um, big, bada boom. Oh, but uh, I just didn't care. I, so I never cared that they were on this journey. Did not care at all. And I wish in my heart that it was, there was no treasure. I hate you that they the succeeded. I, w- I wish there was no that rich That there stuff. was rich stuff. There I wish there was, was no rich stuff. Rich stuff. You know what? It would have been a better movie. What a lesson was, to learn. They got to that cave and there was no pirate ship. Yes. Oh, I would have loved that. That would have been amazing. Then, then, and they can still come away from it being like, but you know what? We How about had this? this adventure. How about this? We are the rich stuff. Pitch, please. All right. They get to the cave. There's yeah. nothing there. The Fratelli show up. They're going to murder. Wait. Here's a better idea. Instead of murdering us, why don't you, like, you murder the rich guys that are taking our parents home. Yeah. Take all their money. Take all their money. Yeah. And split. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll like bring you to where they are. We know where they are uh, right now. Yeah. Do you want, you want. Because the, they're already horrible people anyway. Yeah, they are horrible. Cho- so you want the children to be accessories of murder. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just, I'm piecing a lot of shades together in this. You want the children to be accessories want, of murder. You want to get rid of the Asian kid. <laughs> you want less rich stuff out of One Eyes oh Willie. Oh my god! And uh, I want 
a, a better set. At least, you know, it's horrible, but at least, at least it's a better constructed story at that point. See, when I recommended The Goonies for us, for starters, it's, it's a pop you culture phenomenon. this was a movie I right thought up this my was alley. in your rich stuff. I thought you, this was going to be, <laughs> Every, we were going to have rich stuff all over it, the place once I said this. <laughs> Because this like seemingly has all the things. Because that when I love. we talk Stranger Things, I mean it's it's yeah. that it's that romantic idea of like growing yep. up with these close Absolutely. childhood friends going on an adventure. Wow, what a better eighties movie Stranger Things and, is than the Goonies. And so I was like, well, Shade's gonna love it. And then after I watched it, I didn't like it as much. I was like, well, that's okay because Shade's gonna love it. And then I'll just kind of be like, well, here are some things I didn't like about it. And then you watch it, and you're like, there is no redeeming qualities to this movie Nothing. at all. And I was like, Nothing. oh, shit, we're going to have an unpopular <laughs> opinion on this episode. But hey, that's you know, okay. Here's the thing. You and I, we we look for very different things in in Yes, we do. In movies. Especially the more we do for this podcast. Yes. The, mo the more I'm very expecting. Different things. And we rarely have a similar opinion on that's a property. very true. And neither of us enjoyed this movie. And that to me says that this is not. I didn't. Neither of us are like off our base. There, there are realistic problems with this movie. And if I just came in here and said like it wasn't, it wasn't a well constructed movie. Well, nobody wants to listen to that. Yeah. Well, probably everyone's tuned out already. Right. Uh, but then they're missing out on all this rich stuff. Seriously. I did though give it a seventy five. My my big thing. I didn't hate it. Like if if Doodle grows up and and we want to watch it as a. What if he's going to have to be a lot movie? older? Well, wow. he's he's half my wife, so half of them might. But like, I'm okay with it. It's entertaining. It's fun. You hope he's like two thirds you and a third your wife. Maybe I guess. But like, I didn't like hate it. I just Guys, parents hope for those things all the time. I just didn't get the love. I didn't get the nostalgia boner for this movie that a lot of people have. Yeah, it didn't hit me. Uh, so. When you said you thought this was going to be like... I thought it was going to be totally in your wheelhouse. Uh, here, here's my I thought this was going to be like Knight the, Rider. The story... Oh, wow. Where you were like, this this shaped my childhood. Oh, yeah. I had a pirate cave in the basement. <laughs> no. And I would, on weekends, go and gather all the arcade tokens I had left over. And, and I'd be like, yeah, I, I get it. Uh, nope. Okay. The story of One-Eyed Willie mm -hmm. makes no fucking sense. I have a theory. Whatsoever. A theory later. Great. Um, it is so like what the fuck, guys? This is these are the the three the cream of the crop directors and, and script writers of the eighties. You've got Spielberg, Richard Donner, and Chris Columbus. Chris Columbus. Um, and the the story makes no sense. In sixteen thirty two, the Spanish ruled the Pacific not the British. So right off the bat, this makes absolutely no sense that the British chased them to the shores of Oregon. Mm -hmm. No sense whatsoever. Believe me, I did my research. They then sail into a cave and seal themselves in underground? Mm -hmm. What? Yep. And One-Eyed Willie and the crew decide to spend their time Building an elaborate system of traps and Rube Goldberg-esque machines rather than dig their way out mm -hmm. to the point where they start murdering each other in either a fit of starvation-crazed insanity or just a blood-curdling uh, desperation and outrage for being stuck in this situation. 
and murder enough of the crew to make a bone organ. Bone organ. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Where? I have an answer for you, but I'm going to... Where does the bone organ get the air from to create sounds? I have an answer for you. And then they seal themselves in Mm -hmm. afterwards? And Rachel, who's left, ritualistically commits suicide around the captain's table. Yes! Yes! That's what happened. It makes... It is... This is insane! It makes no sense on any level. The history, the story, the setup, none of it. The plumbing. The plumbing! Guys, plumbing <laughs> does not work that way! No! Oh my goodness, when they're... Like, so what Sketch is talking about, when I was watching it, I texted this to him. They're in this secret net pirate network. Mm-hmm. It's so secret, so the, secret. The, the British didn't find them. British didn't find them. Couldn't find them. Could not find them. Um, when they're crawling, the Goonies are crawling through this labyrinth maze, mm-hmm. they come across the plumbing for the golf course above them Correct. that's connected to the showers yep. and they monkey with it it changes the pressure and they shoot a guy off the toilet. Off the toilet. That's funny. Plumbing does not work that way. And I say. in this secret tunnel, yeah. did none of the contractors when they punch into this cavity say, hey, where, where did all these perfectly formed man-sized tunnels come from? And they never explore the chamber? Never explore it. What the? What is going on with this movie? Yep. It doesn't make any sense. Really? Thought you were going to like it. <sighs> you have any big questions? Deep breath. <laughs> I have more rants. Oh, no. Guys. More rants. Guys. You think you feel bad about oh. that? I'm here with them. I don't have any more rants. I mean, we hit the I, big I ones. I mean, I can... The uh, kids are annoying. It's really hard to watch these days. Like, it's so offensive, it can't be timeless anymore. It, it, it is so offensive, it can't be time, timeless anymore. And, and, like, the most egregious thing, this movie is constructed by a Justice League America uh, level of 80s adventure movies uh, aficionados. Yeah. And, and this is what they gave us. These are rookie mistakes. I think it comes back to how they view children. It's a kids' movie. You put in enough dick jokes and pirate treasure oh, and write stuff, rich stuff, and kids are going to eat that stuff rich up. Rich stuff all over the place. Rich stuff all over the One place. One-eyed Willie's rich stuff all over the place. Kids love rich stuff. Do <sighs> you have any big questions? I have, I have big questions. Because this is bumming me out. It really is. Guys, this, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. I still had fun at times. I had fun at times. I, I will have to I say that. On, I stand on my and you line. And you can. I just had to say, right, in this moment, you're speaking for you. Yes. Not fun. Not fun for shades. I have a big question. Okay. Okay. At the end of the movie. Yes. Short Round says. That was your favorite part, right? The end? Uh, yes. The, when the, after the credits. After the credits and, and the you went get dark. off your couch and yeah. scream into the, the dark. At the end of the movie, Short Round says that his favorite part. Guys, Short Round is the character this actor plays in... Temple of Doom. Oh, you're not being racially insensitive? No. Uh, at the end of the movie, Short Round says his favorite part was when they fought the octopus. Does he say that? He does. Okay. My favorite part was the octopus. I missed Was that. there a scene where the Goonies fight the Kraken and it's deleted? I think so. Yes. There is? There is. Because if you YouTube the TV cut of the movie, uh-huh. 
They added it in for the, the TV it's, cut? It's in. They leave it in in the TV cut of the movie. Oh, my gosh. But it's out in the theatrical qu- cut. And they survived? So that is not my question. Oh. My question is, how did the production crew miss cutting that line? Are they just trolling us at this point? The 80s had a lot of coke in it. <sighs> and again, I really think it was like kids are, are not going to pick up on this. trolling us There's no point. way that someone in 30 years is going to sit down and watch this movie and record their thoughts for the, the world to enjoy. That's what they thought. They thought there that. is a scene where you can, you can YouTube the TV cut of the Goonies. I'd li- yeah, I want to watch and just the, that scene. The Kraken, the octopus looks terrible. Oh. It looks terrible. Is it big? It's it's like Kraken size. Okay, and like it can pick up the kids. It can pick up the kids. It grabs the the friend that... Oh, maybe that's her big scene. That's maybe that's where she shows... And like she and Mouth have like a... Mouth saves her from it. Oh. And that's why like they have a thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because they kind of look at each other right. knowingly at the end of this yeah. movie. Mouth saves her from the Kraken. Oh. Okay. Yeah. The fuck, guys? Come on. All right, I have a question. Oh, sure. Um, we established that. What's her name? Rose Rosalina. Rosalita. Rosalita. Um, come a little closer. Has a come stand by my fire. Yes, Rosalita. Don't be alone anymore. Exactly. Rosalita has um very little grasp of the English Is that language. A Springsteen song, guys. No, uh, yeah, they got that. Okay. Our long-term listeners, big Springsteen fans. Um. She has, a, she has very limited grasp of the English language. Yes. She relies on Spanish to know anything. She relies <laughs> on the translation provided of mouth. by mouth. Yeah. Oh. She just met this family. Yes. She immediately puts everything together once she opens the bag of gems. <laughs> like... And you We're could say saved. you could say yeah I'm you could say that she that she just says like oh she finds gems and she's excited no she she stops the transaction, the transaction she stops yes. that to be like don't do it right you have money now right Ugh. and really I, I didn't buy it like the 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 exchange rate of those gems was like maybe it was $2, so underwhelming they, the amount that they, came out of that marble bag they put off the floor foreclosure by a month yeah basically they um <laughs> i wish instead that instead of there being any money left at all there was a reward on the capture of the fratellis yes that would have made more sense and been more heroic than they smuggled out some gold now they're they're pirates sure. too now they're one-eyed willies and they have the rich stuff everyone's one-eyed willy and then the pirate ship takes off such <laughs> a sail say- it just that how was, is that ship? That still was one eye Willie's big plan because that was that was that was intentional. If you right. take the gold off of the the tray, the ship, sets sail. the ship raises anchor and sets sail. Yes, but why didn't you just set sail when everyone was alive? Right. I know. I know the, the ki- story makes no sense. I have a theory. I have a theory. Makes no sense. We'll finish big questions though first. Um, I only have one other. I have one other okay. as well. Okay. This is my big one. Okay. Cable survives a murder attempt in the first act that should have killed him when he's run off a cliff at high speed oh, yeah. on a child's bicycle. Yeah, that should have killed him. It should have killed him. Like, that guy was irresponsible. Oh, yeah. 
but he was rich. Wasn't he like the son he's of the, the son country of, club he's the, owner? He's the guy that gets shot off the toilet. He gets yeah. like the... Yeah, he got, he got, the, he the got, got his. Yeah. He got his. Okay, so... Andy, and he's the one dating Andy. Yes. And he's about to get with her. Oh, yeah. In a kid's movie, but she sends up the jacket. Okay. I'm with you. So he survives he does survive attempt that. that should have killed him. Yes. He then somehow materializes at, at <sighs> this... He... Wait a minute. Oh, okay. He then somehow materializes at the Lighthouse Lounge. Are you going Jacob's Ladder again? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> He's then joined by Allie and Jesse. How did they know where he was? They never... How, and how did he know where the kids were? Um, it's never addressed. They just mater- all materialized there. Yeah, that's a good point. They don't tell him where he's going. He doesn't know. He How old is he supposed to be in the movie? Uh, he's in high school. Don't you think he was really worried about catching up with them? He would just take the car. That's, it was yeah. right behind him. It was right behind him. It was him. right there. Yep. That's what I mean. So why? Yeah, he seems to know. Well, the kids also seem to know exactly where to go. There's no figuring it out. They have the map. They do have the map. The map leads them there. And the, and the coin to, to point to the, 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 and the restaurant coin, yes. and the rock and the blah, blah, blah. He has none of those but things. But they connect that immediately. Them. Well, he's in the attic when they make the connection. But he doesn't have the coin. He does not have the coin. He does not. And, and how do Allie and Jesse get there without the other guy? My guess is, if I'm just going to lazily explain it away like I feel they would, all those things happened very close together. So he got rid, like the lounge is like right where he got forced off the road and killed. Okay. And that's where Andy and Jesse went to go check on him and saw him stumbling up to the lounge. That's my guess. Sure. Is their answer. Or. Or is he or a ghost? Did, Th- did did Thanos actually die okay. when he went off the side of that cliff? It's unfortunate because he's my favorite. Every, mine too. And is everything that follows a Jacob's Ladder scenario based around his guilt for losing Mikey, mm-hmm. Mikey's implied death because he's asthmatic yeah. um, and can't defend himself, mm-hmm. his lack of real relationships, mm-hmm. his attempt to find closure at the, at the loss of his town and his home, mm-hmm. and the last things that he sees are, are the kids yeah. riding off mm-hmm. the Rube Goldberg machine that mm-hmm. opens the gate to the house mm-hmm. and the pirate treasure in the attic. Mm-hmm. And all three of those things feature heavily into all of the final components of the adventure. Yeah. The Rube Goldberg machines that are constantly repeated. Yeah. The kids in jeopardy. Uh, you could even make an argument that like the... Um, the plumbing fiasco with the rushing water sure. was like the last thing that he experienced oh, going gosh. off the side of the oh, cliff by gosh. the water. I think there's a this I, is dark. I, I think there's a some there's a case to be made. There's a case to be made that is in fact a Jacob's ladder scenario. And I think it was like, you know what kids like to see? They like to see their older brother get thrown down a hill. You know, that's funny for kids. <laughs> I think I think cable died. Snort. Yeah. Another line. Yeah. Um, There's a good plausible? chance. I think that's, I think you've made a case. Thank you. I think you've made a case for it. 
because the the end ties up too neatly, and all the all the parents oh, the who are is, like they're all there. All the parents are there on the beach. Yeah. How did they know the kids were going to be there? How did the parents know where the kids were going to come out that they could? Well, it seemed like there was time. I will say that because the how cops, did, the cops, how did the cops know that they were going to be there to come out at that exact spot. You know, how cops just do routine beach checks. Sure, they you know they all have uh, ATVs that they just ride across the beach. Yeah, well, they they did just have that like beach rally with all the. That department of three people now that uh, one of them was murdered in the jail. That jail was so understaffed. It was. There was like one guard. Yes. But it was a small jail. It was a very small jail. Yeah. That um, the jail is actually a film museum in Astoria, Oregon, which is a real place. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. That's fun. Do you have any more big questions? I don't have any big questions, but I do have another. You have a theory? Sketchy theory. Sketchy theory. I saw something while watching the movie that put an idea in my head. And okay. I once again, started going down that rabbit hole. So if you, <laughs> if you don't mind, we're going to turn off the lights. We're going to turn on a staticky TV. Put on our tinfoil hats. I'm already wearing mine. You have been all episode, yeah. yes. And join me on this journey. Come close, fellow. Film lovers. Is this another Bruce Springsteen song? No? Okay. Okay. So as you rightly said, the story of One-Eyed Willie is Makes problematic. Because no um, like, like you said, the English weren't anywhere near there. So there should be no documentation of any sort of issues with pirates and so on and so forth, right? So. Piracy wasn't even really a problem until... Well, it was a big Caribbean problem a Caribbean in the problem. late 1600s. Yeah, it was never really even a problem in the Pacific. So, this is my theory. Okay. Sketchy theory. Mikey Walsh is directly related to the creator of the One-Eyed Willie legend. Okay. Chester Copperfield. Oh. Okay, go with me on this. Chester Copperpot was lying from the very beginning. Why? <laughs> the country's in the midst of the Great Depression. Chester Copperpot oh. is a small business owner in a small Oregon port town. Okay. Right? He owns the oh, Lighthouse Lounge. Okay. He also has two young children. A boy and a girl. The boy is handicapped. He doesn't know it at the time, but there's a genetic disorder that runs in his family called a pair disease, a pair syndrome. Okay. A pair syndrome. Just so you know, this is a real syndrome. Okay. It's a genetic um, condition where turns you into the toxic avenger. Kind of. The the uh, the 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 different plates, the different um, bones in your skull fuse together incorrectly. Okay. Oh. So he. His son doesn't have an eye, just like One-Eyed Willie. Okay. So how is Chester Copperpot going to drum up business? What's huge roadside tourist attractions? He's going to bring people to town. Okay. The story of One-Eyed Willie? He creates the story of One-Eyed Willie and the elaborate treasure hunt situation. So that treasure hunters from all over the country We'll come to we'll come to, to the story and spend money at, at right? his restaurant. He starts building the tunnels under his restaurant. He plants the fake treasure, the fake traps. 
it's all going to culminate when when a treasure hunter finally reaches the end. The ship will be released. Huge fanfare across the nation. Sure. Right. People are going to flock from all over. Here's the problem. What else is big in the 1930s? Mobsters. Gangsters and mobsters, <laughs> even though pirates aren't documented as being in the in the Pacific, mobsters and gangsters were boot, they don't know were that. bootlegging yeah. uh, alcohol yes. in the 20s and 30s. Oh, they yeah. were using the tunnels underneath Astoria to siphon into their speakeasy at the country club. When Chester intersected oh. his tunnels with the country club, he got the suspicions of gangsters involved. This is such a better movie than what we got. The mobsters kill. Chester, Chester Copperpot, Copperpot. And position his body so it looks like one of his cockamamie traps Pro- killed him. him. That way, if anyone does go snooping around, alibi, cover story. This is good. Now, to cover their tracks, the mob takes over <laughs> the restaurant. One of the mobsters, Fratelli, marries the older daughter so that everything looks legitimate and hush-hush. They threaten the younger brother's life and the life of his sister to keep quiet at all times. He just kind of Lives his life, sure. but is always upset with the mobsters. Oh, time passes. Sister becomes so indoctr- indoctrinated into the into the mobster working, and she has three children with Fratelli, the two older boys, and then finally Sloth. Being not very understanding or caring, sure, sure, he immediately divorces her. The town has dried up pretty oh, much right. by then, anyway, yeah. because we're into like the fifties at this point. Right. And moves on. The mobster scene's gone. Sure. But Mama Fratelli doesn't know any other life other than the life of a gangster. So she maintains her hideout in the in the um, restaurant, but now converts it into a counterfeiting money situation. Right? Sure. Meanwhile, the brother grows up and has a family of his own. Oh, by the way, Sloth demonstrates a pear syndrome. Yes. Because of the fusing of the skull. So, And it's a genetic condition, so yes. it would pass from in between generations. So meanwhile, the brother goes up and has a family of his own. When his daughter marries the curator of the local historical society, he gives to him all of the evidence that his father father collected for his obsession with One-Eyed Willie, not knowing that it was all a lie and fabrication. <laughs> the local museum makes a display, but then realizes they can't they claim can't any claim credibility any to this. There's nowhere to put the artifacts, so they go back up into the attic of Mikey's where we find it as the Goonies, right? So Mikey finds them with his friends, and the Goonies happens. So therefore, Mikey avenges his great-grandfather's death, Chester Copperpot, completes the tourist trap by having the ship pull anchor and set sail, right? And frees his second cousin once removed from captivity. Blah. The Toxic Adventure. The Toxic Adventure. You can see that Mikey is directly related to One-Eyed Willie, a.k.a. Chester Copperpot, which explains why he has that sense of adventure and his creativity and contraption building slash stuff. And also, it can be argued that he also demonstrates signs of Paris syndrome because one of the things of Paris syndrome could cause respiratory problems, which be commonly misdiagnosed as As asthma. asthma. If you want further proof, Mikey's grandfather is in the movie in the locker room of the country club, there is a man with an eye patch. What? There is. Mikey's grandfather, Chester Copperpot's son. I missed that. That's 
my I would say I have to go back theory. and rewatch it, but I'm not going to do that. No, you're not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So my theory is that it's all interconnected. Sketch. It's all based is... on a lie. The time frame works out. The time frame works wow. out so much better than, than the story the, the one of I the one I will. And it would make sense why someone in the 30s would make up that story. Yes. They don't have access to the... Sketch, did you come up with this all on your own? I did. Once I saw the man in the locker room, I was like, this is a breadcrumb, and I need to follow this breadcrumb. (laughs) He is somehow related to One-Eyed Willie. But then as I started thinking about One-Eyed Willie, because also, it makes no No sense. sense Everyone got trapped down there, but all the the maps and the coin and everything made it up to the surface. No. No. Bullshit. Yep. This was... It makes no sense. This was all a, a ploy. And it came about in the 30s. It was to bring money and revenue into the town. Wow. And it only fell apart when it crisscrossed with the speakeasy at the country club. Trademark, copyright, sketch, yep. 2018. That which, would have been such a better movie. Which is also why Mama Fratelli got involved with the, with the mom. And then Mikey saves the day. And then and free sloth the and Trump keeps him like a dog. Uh, <laughs> He does keep him like this movie is does, so offensive. Does keep him like a dog. He keeps him like a dog. So that and answers that answers cream, your question about the pirates. Baby Ruth's. That answers your question. It does pirates. answer my question about the because pirates. also when you find the skeleton underneath, that's it, it not how yeah, that's not how one-eyed pirates no. worked. For starters, eye patches were not to cover up empty holes empty hole, and no. eyes. It was to adjust your eye to the yes. undership. So. Yes. And then as far as not having an eye, you, you still have a socket. You still have a socket. That is right. a pear syndrome. Yeah. That the, the, the skull fuses together. And it's a very uncommon syndrome. To, so to have one-eyed willy skeleton there, which obviously was fabricated based on the appearance of Chester Copperpot's son, and then to also so, in the same area to have sloth. Right. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. So all of the pirate skeletons and the bone organ are, are not real bones. They're fabricated. Everything's fabricated. Either that or it, Chester Cobb and his hands on real bones, and but they're not real pirates. Not real pirates. It's all a fabrication. It is highly implausible. Like, that ship would not be seaworthy Mm-mm. after 300 years. Nope. No way. Nope. It's definitely not. And there's no reason to set a trap with the ships that sail. No. There's no reason unless not you want to make big fanfare. Yep. The tourist trap. The 1930s roadside attraction. So then the gems aren't real. Gems aren't real. None of it's real. Only friendship is real. <laughs> Which I would argue none of them are actually. Down here friends. is our time. What the fuck does that now, mean? What Down does here is that our time. Mean? <sighs> what does that mean? So um that is how Mikey is related to Sloth, Mama Fratelli, the guy I, with the eye patch in the locker I room. I cannot argue with your... Chester I won't argue with it. I think it's a better premise than the movie. Thank and you. Uh, I, maybe that was the... Maybe that's like Steven Spielberg's story all along. It and uh, improvis- improvisation and bad direction and bad editing. I researched way more than I wanted to for that. But it just kept connecting. Yeah. You just kept going further and further down the rabbit the, hole. The pirates in the in the or the lack of pirates in the Pacific. Right, the lack of pirates. That's a big red flag. It is. Yeah, yeah, piracy was a problem in the Atlantic. Yes. The the Spanish pretty much had the Pacific locked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But run roaming was a huge problem in yeah, the Pacific. Yes, it was. And it makes sense that the country club would be the speakeasy. It it does. Yeah. Absolutely. That is far more plausible than the the story that we got. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you.
think that brings us to Shades and Sketch Recommendations. Why not, Shades, why don't you recommend something first? Because you've been agitated. <laughs> um, I am going to recommend a... Uh, it's in its second season now, but I just started watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, having finished Avatar, I needed something to watch yeah. while I was bouncing audio. Uh, I'm going to recommend The Gifted. Fox is The Gifted, oh. which is a... TV adaptation of the world established by the Brian Singer X-Men movies. It's a premise that takes place, I guess it takes place after Age of Apocalypse, which I didn't see, in which they retconned the timeline again. Um, That's when I stopped watching the X-Men movies, is when it was getting confusing with the timelines. Days of Future Past. I saw that one. And I thought that was a great way to end it. And then they made another one after that. I did not see that one. I didn't see that one either. Um, And they're going to do Dark Phoenix, which is a movie that takes place after that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's happening, but it posits that the X-Men and the Brotherhood Mm -hmm. have both disappeared. Nobody knows what's happened to them. And maybe that's explained away in Age of Apocalypse, but I didn't see it. Um, and there's an event that takes place on June 12th, ni- uh, 2014. Okay. And it kind of ca- uh, uh, that's, catalyzes uh, the impetus for the, the United States government and really all the governments of the world to say, enough's enough. Okay. You're either registered and working with us or you're not. And if you're not, we're coming after you. Yeah. Sounds Mut- tense. Mutants are a danger. Yeah. And of course uh, this follows the Strucker family, who is heavily involved with the government's um, prosecution of uh, mutants mm-hmm. until they find out that their two kids are oh. mutants. Oh boy. And this and everything changes. Oh boy. Pot, pot, meat, kettle. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, it brings in a lot of characters from the X-Men universe that we've never seen in movies and never will see in movies. Mm -hmm. And they just do a great job with B and C tier X-Men characters telling a story that we know in a different way. It's really more of a, it's it's similar to what the Netflix series is doing. There are no costumes. Mm -hmm. Um, they do use their code names, but it's a very gritty version of the X-Men universe. Cool. And so far, I'm enjoying it. Nice. I'm, uh, I'm just about to finish the first season. I think its third season is airing right now. Its second season came out. Maybe its second season is out this year. I'm not really sure. Hmm. There's two seasons. That's yeah. what I know so far. But I'm enjoying it. I think it's uh, well told. Um, the cast and crew are excellent. They're... Um, they're people that you know from all across the sci-fi geek genre. Uh, Amy Acker from uh, she played Fred on Angel uh, and Root and person of person of interest. And uh, now it's kind of interesting to follow her career as like the the young, like on the front line uh, protagonist has now now she's playing the mom. Hmm. So it's interesting to see oh. the evolution of of like people that you've known in this genre on screen. It's got a couple of uh, the cast of True Blood, which was huge, um, like kind of before Game of Thrones came along. That cool. was like the it show. So they're actors that are well-versed in this 
this uh, genre of storytelling, and it's uh, I didn't give it a chance when it, when it came out. Shame on you. I'm glad I'm going back to it. Right. And I'm well, enjoying that's, it. That's the nice thing about media these days. Yeah. If you if you miss it, you can always go back. Yeah, to it. you have access. Very cool. All right, I Six, am uh, I'm going to recommend a stand-up comedian. Okay. By the name of Gary Goldman. I uh, he's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, he's on tour right now. Just caught him live recently. Great set. You can like YouTube his bits. You can uh, use Pandora like to find his bits. He has a couple specials, but I don't. They used to be on Netflix. I don't see them on Netflix right now. But uh, he's really he's really clever. He's really smart. Um, What's his name? Gary Goldman. Okay. And he is. Um, as I talk to people, I realize he's not as well known as some of the, the bigger I names out there. Heard of him. And I really think he's worth knowing because he is. Um, he really demonstrates that there there is an art to this performance of stand up comedy, and his jokes are incredibly well well crafted, but just delivered so perfectly. And he's really um, he's like a realist comedian. Mm -hmm. He's really not op observational humor, but like situational humor. Okay. And um, he peppers in a lot about youth and his upbringing. And uh, he has the unique uh, the unique perspective of being really into sports mm -hmm. as a child and a high school and college athlete and being interested, but recognizing a lot of the faults of, okay. of that. And... Um, Oh, he has this one. He has a great bit on um, the one that I'll recommend that you look up on YouTube is uh, I think he was on Conan and he did a, a great bit about the team that came up with the abbreviations for the states. That's I, all I'm, I'm going okay, to say. I've seen I now know who he is. And it is so smart, so perfectly executed. Massachusetts. OK, M.A. Maine. Uh, damn it. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just really good. Great delivery. Gary Goleman. Find him wherever you can. YouTube, Pandora, Netflix, Great. if he has a special again. In your, at your local comedy club, perhaps. Perhaps. He is on tour right now. So, Gary and, uh, and, yeah. Great. And where can they find us? Well, you can find us on uh, Facebook. If you just search Geeking Out with Shades and Sketch. You can find us on Twitter at Shades and Sketch. Or if you want, you can contact Shades directly at Go for Shades. Or you can contact Sketch directly at Go for Sketch, and we have a, some a witty banter going back and forth. We do. I also I post some of the episode art. Yes. Up there and uh, links to things yeah. that we find particularly amusing and or things we should know about. Yes. Or things that are troubling. Or things that are troubling. But guys, don't worry. This is a fake show. This is a real, real show, show about, about fake, things. fake things. We keep our tweets yeah. in the fake. Guys, I got rants and big questions, but not a lot of raves. Not a lot of raves for this one. Um, before we pack up the GoCo, is there anything you'd like to bring? I'm, I'm hesitant to even ask if there's anything you want to bring you from know, Goody's. There really, there really is. Do you want to? Do you want a data? Nope. Do you want a baby Ruth? I'm all set. Do you want a corpse? Nope. You want a skeleton with daggers in its eyes? You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Josh Brolin. Oh, you'll. I'm gonna take Cable. You're gonna, you're gonna uh, save a lot of people in MCU. Yep. That way. Well, I. Um, Thanos just needs a hug. There is just something about this Michelangelo's David that is just <laughs> speaking to me. I think I am uh, gonna grab it and. Uh, 
I'm going to put it in a there prominent place in the GoCo. Okay. Under a nice spotlight. Yep. I don't know uh, what it is, but something something about it screams yeah. rich stuff. Yeah, rich stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, we'll we'll drop Thanos a little further on down in his career and let him know everything turns out okay. I'm sure we'll see him again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you're a fan of the show, uh, you can really help us out by leaving us a rating and review in your platform of choice. We're on iTunes, we're on Google Play, we're on CastBox, we're on Player FM, we're all over, we're on Stitcher. You can you can find us wherever podcasts are, are hosted. And I would really like to know if you had a similar experience to us as far as Goonies go. Did you see it later in life yeah. and have a harder time with it? Because... Right the show. Let us know. Are we way off base? Shades is one of the only people I know who actually saw it later in their life. Yeah. Otherwise, you are basically like slapping everyone's inner child if you say you don't it's like It's entirely goodies. possible, but you know, I'm, I'm here to tell people why they're wrong. That's a shirt. It unfortunately. is. Unfortunately. It really is. Yep. I'm here to tell you why you're wrong. Yep. Makes for a great podcast. A great, great podcast. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I guess it's... It's time to pack up the GoCo. Well, Shades, thanks for telling us why, why we're wrong. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, raving for days. Raving for days. See you next time, See guys. See you next time. <laughs>